Kim Evans, I'm not just... Thank you. Guys, how are you? Good evening. We are talking about go, uh, going missing over Christmas. MIA. MIA in the real estate world. Agent MIA. And you know what? Agents at the moment are engaging prospective sellers. Yep. Um, their agents at the moment are engaging uh, prospective landlords. And I think owners sometimes are missing that critical conversation of, you know, what are you doing, Mr. Real Estate Agent? If, if I need a plan B, if I'm going to be um, on the market in December, if I'm spending five grand on a marketing campaign or 10 grand on a marketing campaign, is what's your backup plan? Yep. And we had a bit of a chat in the office about it today. And we're saying, look, it's really interesting because most of us, uh, most of our reps in the office, we operate, it's actually our busiest time of the year, mid-December, going all the way through to mid-January. Um, it's a really busy time for our office. And we're like, you know what? We've really got a, it. There's that's a really good opportunity for us to ask clients to review um, their agent and even as a backup plan. So, what have you found, Steve, over the yeah. over the period? I think you tend to find that just with the time of the year and obviously everything that's going on, I always find the buyers during this period and um, same as tenants, people are a little bit more relaxed. Everyone's receptive. Everyone wants to have a chat. Um, we use the term dance with you, um, but everyone is is a little bit more. I think easy going now and what we found is that look good for us a lot of the other guys shut shop but we're open and, and we have found year on year that um generally our december numbers and even our january numbers tend to be you know phenomenally higher than, than what our averages are throughout even our better months so um you know it's a great time to be on the market there's a lot of um there's not as much stress out there i think with buyers um, so, you know, it's a great time. And it's translated into, into phenomenal results, like massive sales, huge sales numbers. Well, look on our realestate.com guys, realestate.com when they were doing, when they do their numbers every year, it's outrageous how much inquiry realestate.com gets um, through that festive yeah. season. Yeah. And it's the one emotion I find that people have, people can't turn property buying off um, just because it's a holiday. If anything, they've got more time to yeah. search and research. So sometimes, properties that they would love actually come off the market in that period they get withdrawn and then the clients think you know what i'll put it back on in february but it's actually an opportune time i reckon to get a really really good price it's a signal to the market that you're a serious seller mm -hmm. um and then the serious buyers are giving signals back saying yeah we're interested we want to yeah. come and have a look yeah. but if you don't actually have your property for sale through that period so it's probably a discussion i think it's really well time for us to have with clients um particularly clients, because believe it or not, some clients don't sell through Novak. So um, it does happen. But those clients, if they're looking for a plan B, so they, they may be running a tremendous, you know, a, a, a good campaign now. Um, the campaign comes to the finish. Now, at the end of the day, what's your real estate agent going to tell you if they're going away? Oh, they're going to tell you the market's dead. Everyone, you know, no one's making phone calls. Uh, you know, people are too busy. To attend open homes yeah this is what you're hearing it's this not you it's not really a time of year where a lot of business is actually done no. so you know what you know you should really take it off well let's pick it up back in sort of january and yeah. have a bit of a chat so yeah. we really want you really really want to be proactive through that period and nothing could be further from the truth you know the majority and if, if you're listed with one of these competitors you're not going to be open we are going to be open so buyers that are looking are going to be coming to our properties We've got a broader reach then. We, we can attract more people to your home. Big time. Um, and like Mark said, generally, 
I don't know why it is, but people that are that are generally looking to buy a property, they're very, very serious. Like they're there to buy, they're generally not there to shop. So um, I think the quality of not only buyers, but also sellers during that period, people want to do business. Absolutely. And also, um, Steve, another one as well that we spoke about, which is a bit of a golden rookie move, is getting the, is um, sometimes you meet these fantastic real estate agents, everything goes well, but they're not actually going to be the person at your open yeah, house. Right. So can you explain that to the viewers? So there's something to watch out for as yeah, well. Definitely. So a lot of times you'll be, um, you know, every, there's, there's people in your area and your marketplace that you're aware of, and they're going to say, hey, come with me. We're going to go out on the market, you know, and, and I'm going to look after you. But you're not actually getting that agent. So you're out there interviewing somebody who's not going to be talking to your, not going to be talking to your buyers when they come through the door. Yep. It's not going to be conveying the right messages, the right information, um, you know, and handling that that procedure as precisely as one. And obviously, you're going to get and no 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 slack on the people, but you're going to get a junior most of the time. Well, it's it's, it's sort of hard because yeah. you know any great agent's going to be running ten properties. Yeah. If you're running 10 properties on a Saturday, how do you open every property on a Saturday? Yeah, you don't, you can't. It's a really it's 10 hard. 10 hours there just in viewings and yeah. So generally you'll send out the second best um, and that's really hard with owners. So another thing when interviewing an agent guys, uh, first lesson we spoke about was making sure your agent's operating all the way through the festive season. If they don't get a great result in the next four weeks, make sure they're operating through that festive season. So if you're making a decision to go to market now, because if you're booking in your auction campaign these days, um, if it's a week to get all your promotional marketing up and running um, and a four week auction campaign, you're pretty much, this is the last week yeah. to booking an, an auction campaign before Christmas. Christmas. So it's great to book in the campaign, choose an agent today, engage an agent today, but I would really want to be interested to know, okay, guys, if and if and if we if we aren't fabulously successful on selling on auction day, what is the backup plan those that. two to four weeks after that? Because it is a very busy period. And then the um, uh, next thing we'll we'll talk about was the um, you know you you have the greatest relationship with a real estate agent, and then you, you end up you get a call and the agent. Sometimes even manufacture. I had a client the other day said, "Look, I actually thought he was doing my open house the whole time, but I didn't realise until three weeks down the track that it's actually he's offside and he's doing the open house. I want him at my open house. I didn't even know." So two golden lessons: one, make sure the agent you're interviewing is the agent doing your open houses, doing every open house, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Two, uh, make sure your agents your agents operating through Christmas. Uh, what else are we going to talk about today? Uh, something interesting I read. So um, the hottest suburb projected over the next three years in Sydney, can you guess it? They were Narrawina. No. Projected 30% increase um, over the next 30 years. Over the next 30 years. Over the next three years. Yeah. You know what? Know, interesting was, stories. Yeah, but you know what? I was. Um, I, I went to a mate's place in Wiseman's Ferry on Friday. And we're driving through and for some reason everyone kept asking me every suburb we drove through <laughs> every it's just five, happens, just it's five guys in the car and every suburb we went through they're like so what's the you know how how's this property and we're like i can't even remember the suburbs we're driving through but i think it was like, almost like borkham hills or whatever it was on the way through i can't even remember so i'm actually i'm i'm rp dataing every suburb that we're going through and it was actually really funny because the prices that of, of these properties, like the median price for a house is one, two, yeah. one, three. Probably higher in some of those. One, three. And I'm an hour out of, out of Sydney. 
I'm just about to hit the country and I'm thinking far out, like narrowing the house is one, two, one, three. Yeah. It's one, it's two, one, three. So I think it's good buying, it's cheap. And I, I actually get that because, and I often get these, these suburbs that are really out west and I look at the median price for a house, one, two, one, three. One, two, one, three. Easily. That's it. Yeah. Um, interest rates. Right. Very, very interesting. It's what we're seeing at the moment, guys. Um, tell us about the rates, Steve. How much are we borrowing? And I, I did a bit of research today. Oh, mate, I reckon. Uh, rates, I didn't check it yeah, yeah, yeah. 285 for a variable rate. For a variable? For a variable rate. A fixed rate, 3.05. Wow. I saw that. I think it was uh, UBank, yeah. which is pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, good time to borrow money as well, if the banks are going to give you the money. Um, I think, um, what else you want to talk about? Yeah, it's just in the marketplace right now. Again, um, you know, the level of properties on the market, not high. So if you are thinking of coming to markets, it is a really good opportunity time to do that. Um, in DY, you know, we're sitting at around 60 properties. So historically low. Um, so if you're a seller, you know, this is another reason that you want your agent to be working, you know, over this, you know, New Year, Christmas break. Um, because not only is, is the level of property on the market low, there's going to be even fewer properties open there. So great time, mate. Just pay attention to that. It's a good, it's a really good thing to be on the market now. Um, you know, like being a seller is great, but then you've got to be a buyer most of the time. So that's the hard thing to come up yeah. against. You're trying to... Um, you know what, if you could sell now and then kind of pick up when the rush comes back after, you know, that January period where all the other agents are saying, come on to the market. Well, yeah. You might find yourself in a good situation. Yeah, because normally people won't start their auction campaign, guys, after we finish... So pretty much bookings are being taken now with agencies across Sydney. Um, now, probably for the next, and then they've got a four week campaign, stops. No one's gonna auction a property through the Christmas period. Um, bearing that in mind, the next time you're gonna engage for an auction, you're probably not gonna start an auction uh, until the lawyer, and you know, about mid-January. Um, and that's when I think mid-January, mid-February, we're gonna see more of a glut of property coming back on. So if you're if you're selling when there's no stock, and you're buying, maybe there's going to be a lot of stock. Yeah. Um, One thing I was going to say as well, just just with being on the market in this time. Yep. Is uh, your solicitor? So if you're thinking of coming yeah, to the market, yeah, make sure you're having this conversation with your solicitor or conveyance yeah. to make sure that they're available or that they've made pre arrangements um, to be able to handle those kind of. Yeah, because your lawyer's your lawyer's going to go probably MIA, yeah. MIA as well. So yeah. that's pretty important that in pretty choosing common. your lawyer yeah. that you're having that discussion. Look, what are you, where are you over that Christmas period? Can you exchange a contract? If I get a fabulous price, are you going to be available to yeah. um, to engage there? Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to talk with everyone about, which I thought was bloody unbelievable, I've seen in media, is the first home buyer incentives that are coming through. Um, the first home buyer incentive. Um, we're going to pop the link in the chat. The first home buyer incentive that is coming, that is coming 1st of January, is they're going to give everyone an uplift on a 5% deposit. You're going to allow 10,000 people in Australia on a 5% deposit to be able to engage in a property and not have to pay mortgage insurance. Wow. So there's been a lot of, yeah, well, you know, and it's up to 700 grand, which so that's, that's been lifted from 650. But the good thing there, guys, is get ready. Um, Everyone says, yeah, it's great to be a first home buyer. I've got a great income. I'm getting the incentive with stamp duty, but it obviously still wasn't enough for 
people to actually get in and buy. So now they're entertaining this 5% deposit. So if you've got any friends or family, tag them in on this. We're gonna put a link in here for you as well. So check that out because that's gonna be super interesting for um, for all the punters out there that are, that are gonna be um, buy. That's also, first home buyers, another one, that's the thing that's come out for first home buyers is um, using your superannuation. So uh, you because first home buyers often in their mid twenties, they've got a bit of money there in super. You can voluntarily contribute up to 30 grand into your super, which is a super low tax rate. You can voluntarily contribute 15 in one year, K, 15 in the next year, up to 15 next year, 15K. That gives them 30K to put towards a deposit. So you're that's saying, you're saying this is a property that you can live in. It doesn't have to be correct. Wow, that's big as well. Correct. So not only can you live in, but you can form it as part of your organic, your normal deposit. And so when you go to the banks, you can say, hey, I've got 45 grand saved in in cash here. And I've got 30 grand for my super over there. And you can live in the property. You can form part of your deposit. It was introduced in 2017, but it, ha uh, it really hasn't been marketed at all by our, by our friends in government. So I'll, again, I'm going to put that link in yeah. and again, share that with anyone you know as a first home buyer. It is fact. First home buyer incentives are at all time high. I don't think I've ever seen more incentives out, out there for first home buyers at the moment than what I'm seeing out there in the market. That's going to come into full force 1st of January, which is the um, that piece, which is the... Um, um, was it the, there was the super one and the other one was the... And you had um, the 5% the deposit. Yeah, sorry. So that 5% deposit there, well. um, they, they, you, can, you, can, you can run them together. Um, so that's going, to be a, that's going to be a monster for first-time buyers. And you know what that's going to do to prices? Lift them. Um, so you could see prices lifting. Um, so a better reason for a buyer to get in now. It could be a good reason for a seller under 650 to wait. Mm. As a seller, if you're in a property that's under 650, you may want to wait. I know hearing that from a real estate agent is a bit weird, um, but those first first home buyer incentives, I think, are going to rally the prices under six hundred and fifty, and may, maybe even under the seven hundred. Um, and you may see that go uh, on a bit of a bit of a steroid hit upwards. So keep an eye out on that. Mm. So that's some interesting, really interesting stuff. And you know what? These first home buyers, and I've said it before, the first time buyers, you can buy a place for six hundred k, six hundred k at three percent is 18,000 bucks a year. So for 18,000 bucks a year, let's do the math on that. That's about 350 bucks a week. So if the first time, if you want if you want to rent a one better, you get ready to pay five to 550 a week. If you want to buy a one better, use these incentives, you're going to be paying three to 350 a week. So your mortgage is going to be significantly less to buy a property in 2020 you're a first home buyer. Yeah. So and also your stamp duty exemptions on top of that as well. Well, that's it. Your stamp duty on 600 K, your stamp duty is going to be 20. Two normally. Yeah. So normally you're paying 22 normally. and then a first home buyer is paying. Yeah. Whopper. Yeah. So mate, there's, there's, there's plenty of really good incentives coming. Uh, what else do we want to share with our friends tonight? Uh, some good tips there. Yeah, some really good tips. Just trying to think, like, if I'm a buyer right now, what I should be doing to, to be ready to buy at auction, I think they're good things now because you are going to see this final run. So it's um, obviously you're still, still have your finance ready again, um, you know, being in a position to, to purchase now. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in the new year? 
I reckon, the, I reckon the lower part of the price of the marketplace is going to kick. And I think that's going to then knock on the next price range up in year. So I think you'll see that uh, that's sort fueling of each other. Not to 750 kick in the first quarter. Yep. And then I think the second and third quarter, you're going to see that 7 to 1.1 to kick. Yep. And then probably towards the end of the year, that'll, that'll filter up through the price ranges. Right. So I reckon it's a good property year next year. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, something that I would be doing, guys, um, I, I get asked a lot, a lot, a lot by everyone about um, what is happening within the marketplace. People just can't work it out. People are like, look, I haven't seen this. I don't understand this. This is weird. Um, guys, if you want to work out what the market's doing, very, very simple. You've got to look at, if I was going to back a horse in terms of buyers, why does my head look so big? I don't know. You see closer. Big, eh? Um, if you're going to back a horse, the horse that I would be backing is one property owners. One property owners. This is a this is a purchase. It's a it's a buyer that has no other property. They don't have an investment. They don't have anything in Queensland. They don't have anything in Melbourne. They don't have nothing. They're just buying the house or the unit that they want. Those guys are the horse to back. If you're selling a property and the likely market of that property is a one owner, one owner buyer, you're in a really nice price range. And why? Because that ties back to the banks. So the banks at the moment, the banks are loving, they are absolutely loving doing a loan if you've got one property. If you have got a second property, or a third property, you are being annihilated by the banks at the moment, absolutely ripped apart. So guys, if you're trying to work out what the property market's doing, it's a great one to share. Lisa's got a comment here. Get in now, guys, loads of off, off the market stock. She's, she's such a salesperson, look at that. <laughs> Subscribe, uh, not anything else on realestate.com. That's a good point. It's not on realestate.com anymore either. Yeah. Uh, a lot of agents are selling before it hits realestate.com. Yeah. Uh, but where was I? Back the Thanks. horse. That's the one owner horse. So the horse that owns one property, that's the horse that you want to back because the banks are absolute lepers about it, guys. So make no mistake, if you want to understand what the Northern Beaches property market is doing, you've got to understand that's what the, those buyers are doing and they're, they're fueling the market at the moment. And also with your broker, um, don't be disheartened if you don't get a loan. You would be five years ago or 10 years ago. It's very common these days yeah. to not get a loan. Yeah. Um, your broker will have to sometimes shape your earnings, shape your income, shape your lifestyle up to six months before you buy. Sounds weird, but you've almost got to model yourself to look like how the banks want you to look. So uh, what I mean by that is uh, that some they want to sometimes see a pattern of three months or six months and a certain pattern for that period. So that's when you want to start talking, talking to your bank. So if you want to buy, believe it or not, if you want to buy March, in now is when you want to start talking to your broker, say, hey, I'm going to be buying in March. I'm going to have this much deposit in March. What do I have to be doing with my, um, my income? What look my like? like? Yeah. yeah, very important to get those kicks. Yeah, that's no, very good point. Very, very important. Very Glenn, point. how are you, buddy? Thank you for that. Uh, but mate, I think that's a take. Yeah. Uh, with some, some great tips in there. 
We've covered a lot tonight, really big spectrum. We started off talking about is your agent MIA? Um, so keep an eye out on that. Uh, we've then moved over to um, who's doing your open house? Is it the junior or the, or the guy that you, that, that you met or that, that you signed up with? Uh, we talked about uh, first home buyer incentives. There's two monster incentives that are coming into play now. So we've pretty much been riding off the fat yeah. of um, all of all of our last ones, yeah. all of our last incentives. These are these are incentives that are not new, new. One is, one's not, but certainly I think they're firmly going to be activated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've we've spoken also about just shaping yourself with banks, yeah, and being sexy good. with banks. Yeah. What the market's going to be doing. Yeah. Ian, what are you signing off on, Steve? No, I think I think just following that up is have those conversations now. Yeah. Like it, it, if you want to buy, know what you've got to look like to be in a position to buy. Yeah. Um, and again, if you think you're selling, you should be having these conversations right now. Because um, like Mark mentioned, you, you're close to, if a four-week campaign is what you're running, you've got to be running in the next, uh, you know, three, four days pretty much. Super important. Yeah. And, and, and interest rates are just so low, guys. Like the <laughs> rates are just unbelievable yeah. how low they are. Um, and they're not going anywhere soon. No. You know, so normally whenever we've been tempted with rates, it's always like, yeah, but, yeah, but. But I think everyone is very, very confident, the professionals out there in the banking industry, that this is going to be sitting around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think the 3% interest rate could be around for as long as uh, five years. Don't hold me to it. Uh, but if rates are sitting this low, they're talking about it being you know, negative. They're comfortably talking about the rates going, the Reserve Bank rates going negative. Um, it's very, very happy times if you can borrow the money. If you can't borrow the money, well, it doesn't matter where the rates are. Yeah. But if you're owing money at the moment, it's happy times. Pay down that debt um, and use that equity in your property. You may, but you know what? Everyone's so damning about banks not giving the money. I reckon half the people out there don't even ask. Mm. So you may as well even just go out and ask and go and actually try to you know, have a go because it's quite disheartening. You can think, oh, look, it's... There's no chance I'm going to be getting that loan, but just ask. You yeah. just never know, and don't. And even if you get a no, you can. If you've got a good broker, you can shape a little bit your uh, your yeah. earnings and stuff to look good on paper. Um, Definitely. So that that's a take, Steve. Thanks. Thanks, guys. I think I spoke too much. That's all right. Hey, what happened? I like your voice. So oh, you're the man. It's so soothing. Lisa's our uh, Facebook is running throughout Christmas and New Year. Isn't that true? <laughs> um, it's absolutely pumping. And, uh, and that's a take, guys. So have a great night. Hopefully we've helped you with a tip. You know what, Steve? Even if people can just take one nugget um, away from this, they can uh, share it with a friend. Um, you know, that can help someone out there. So hopefully we helped you a little bit out there, guys. Love to help you too. Take care, guys. Cheers. Bye-bye-bye.